This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here is a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. British Virgin Islands Premier Whitley forcefully condemns UK's ability to suspend the BVI's constitution. Jamaica urges renewed focus by CARICOM on tackling trafficking in person and firearms. Barbados Ambassador Chad Blackman appointed to top international labor organization posts. New digital banks in the works. U.S. Department of Agriculture invests $14 million to strengthen Hispanic-serving higher education programs. And Calypsonian slinger Mighty Sparrow Francisco and Aaron Duncan have teamed up. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, October 11. We start a report today in the British Virgin Islands where BVI Premier Whitley forcefully condemns UK's ability to suspend the BVI's constitution. BVI News reports a forceful condemnation of the United Kingdom's ability to suspend the BVI's constitution has been issued by the territory's leader, who also call for the practice to be abolished. BVI Premier Dr. Natalia Whitley said at a press conference, let me just speak about the whole concept of suspending someone's constitution. I don't agree with it in any way, shape, or form. I don't agree with the United Kingdom or any other government suspending another group's constitution. It's fundamentally undemocratic. Dr. Whitley was at the time responding to questions surrounding a recent report issued by BVI Governor John Rankin and whether he saw evidence from concerns raised in the report that the territory's constitution is likely to be suspended. The premier argued, among other things, that democracy cannot be imposed on a nation and said even if the UK were to suspend the BVI's constitution, people still have to live here and deal with their own affairs. Suspending the constitution is a flawed concept that the United Kingdom, in my view, should abandon, Premier Whitley argued. The premier pointed out that residents will have a right at some point to elect a government just in the same way as the Turks and Caicos Island when their constitution was suspended. Next up, Jamaica urges renewed focus by CARICOM on tackling trafficking in persons and firearms. Jamaica Information Service reports Jamaica's Minister of National Security, Dr. Horace Chang, has called for renewed focus by CARICOM member states on combating discourages of human trafficking and the illicit firearms trade. He said that while these crimes are not the only threats facing the region, they facilitate other criminal activities which jeopardize the peace and security of the region. The issue of illicit firearm trafficking was identified as a tier one threat in the CARICOM regional security strategy and as one of the main drivers of criminality levels in the region. It has the potential to cripple the already fragile socioeconomic development progress in CARICOM and the advancement of the CARICOM single market and economy, Dr. Chan said. None of our countries manufacture firearms, and yet the ill effects 
of their proliferation and the contribution to gang violence and transnational criminal activities permeates our respective territories and are responsible for more than 70% of homicides in CARICOM. The minister was addressing the 24th meeting of the Council for National Security and Law Enforcement in the Trilwani on Thursday, October 6. As it relates to the scourges of human trafficking, he said that perpetrators of this crime continue to exploit the region's most vulnerable, who are forced into labor, sexual servitude, and debt bondage. He said there is a need for increased partnerships among CARICOM states in tackling the vulnerabilities and threats posed by transnational organized criminal activities, which include cybersecurity and maritime crimes. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Barbados Ambassador Chad Blackman appointed to top international labor organization post. Barbados Today reports Barbadian Ambassador Chad Blackman has been appointed to the cabinet of the Director General of the International Labor Organization. The International Labor Organization is a United Nations agency whose mandate is to advance social and economic justice through setting international labor standards. Barbados's Minister of Labor and Social Relations, Colin Jordan, extended congratulations to Blackman on his appointment to the cabinet of the newly elected Director General of the International Labor Organization. His commitment to the principle of tripartisanship and social dialogue was evident and he was asked to serve as the coordinator for the group of Latin America and Caribbean countries and of the group of Americas in the ILO, Minister Jordan said. Jordan added that Ambassador Blackman joined the ILO at an important juncture in its history, with the world of work fundamentally changed by issues that include the COVID-19 pandemic, geopolitical conflicts, supply chain disruptions, and inflation. He is also joined at a time when the ILO has elected its first Black Director General. Gilbert Humbo was elected as the ILO's 11th Director General by the Organization of Governing Bodies in March 2022 for a five-year term. He took office in October 2022. Umbo was born in Togo and has spent more than 35 years working to improve the lives of the world's most vulnerable people using his extensive experience in political affairs, international development, diplomacy, and financial management. In other news from the United Nations, the UN Women's Rights Committee to review Sinkitz and Nevis Wednesday. The Sinkitz Nevis Observer reports the United Nations Committee on the Elimination of Discrimination Against Women is holding a session which began yesterday, October 10th, and ends on October 28th. During the session, the committee will review Finland, Armenia, Sinkitz and Nevis, Belgium, Ukraine, Honduras, the Gambia, and Switzerland. The eight countries are among the 189 state parties to the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. 
They are required to undergo regular reviews by the Committee of 23 Independent International Experts on how they are implementing the convention. The committee, which has received their respective country reports and other submissions from non-governmental organizations, will hold public meetings to review the situation of women's rights and gender equality in the eight countries. Sinkett's and Nevis review will take place on October 12th and 13th. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, new digital bank in the works. Barbados Today reports a member of one of the region's largest conglomerates says it is closer to introducing a digital bank in Trinidad and Tobago and Barbados will come close behind. Managing Director of ANSA Merchant Bank Limited, Gregory Hill, said the financial institution would be launching its digital bank at the end of this year in the Twin Island Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. ANSA Merchant Bank bought the Bank of Brado in Trinidad and last year rebranded it as ANSA Bank. It was then that the officials first disclosed that over a 15-year period, ANSA Bank would be investing heavily in technology and artificial intelligence as it moves to become the country's first digital bank. He was speaking on the heels of the 2022 Fintech Island Conference, which took place last week in Barbados. The featured speaker was Barbados's Prime Minister Mia Motley who noted that Barbados was open for business from the financial technology industry players. Prime Minister Motley welcomed us to come to do business in Barbados and to make Barbados sort of the home port for fintech and digital banking. Ansa Merchant Bank is a publicly listed company on the Trinidad and Tobago Stock Exchange and is a member of the Ansa Macau Group of Companies. It has a subsidiary in Barbados the ANSA Merchant Bank Barbados Limited. Now on to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, where $14 million is being invested to strengthen Hispanic-serving higher education programs. The U.S. Department of Agriculture Deputy Secretary Jewel Bronoff announced yesterday at the Hispanic Association of Colleges and Universities 36th Annual Conference an investment of $14 million to Hispanic-serving higher education institutions to support Hispanic student learning experiences in the agricultural and human science sectors. In recognition of National Hispanic Heritage Month, USDA celebrates the achievement and contributions that our Hispanic-serving institutions have made to the American agricultural industry. Our nation's Hispanic-serving institutions educate more than 3.2 million students every year, and this funding will strengthen their ability to build the workforce for the future. The funding investment is part of the National Institute of Food and Agriculture Hispanic Serving Institutions Education Grants Program. This grant program aligns the efforts of Hispanic serving institutions to support academic development and career attainment of underrepresented groups. In the region, the University of Puerto Rico Carolina received 
$239,395 award for its project, Latino Farm to Table and Food Safety Culinary Art Initiative. Participants will connect with and shadow farm owners and restaurant chefs who are practicing strict food safety protocols and farm-to-table procedures. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now here's great news out of Trinidad and Tobago, where Calypsonian slinger Mighty Sparrow Francisco and Aaron Duncan have teamed up. Trinidad and Tobago Newsday reports slinger Mighty Sparrow Francisco and Aaron Duncan have teamed up to create Legacy, a new single by the duo and Sparrow's first in years. The song, a blend of Calypso and Soca, aims to introduce a younger generation to the beauty of Calypso. It will be released today. Duncan said he contacted Sparrow in April, but it was something he had wanted to do since 2017. It was also important to him to release the song during Calypso History Month observed in October. For Duncan, the reasons were manifold, including helping to draw the interests of younger generations to Calypso. As TNT observes Calypso History Month, Aaron Duncan wants to draw younger generations to Calypso, and he is hoping his legacy song with Sparrow can bridge the gap. It was also Duncan's dream to work with Sparrow. Now 19, he first met Sparrow, 87, when he was six, and first performed with him in 2012. Sparrow decided to work with Duncan because he was always making some sort of overtures in the media, and I think he is fit for doing something good. And here's our final note. Sandals wants to purchase Jolly Beach in Antigua to build a beach resort. Antigua Newsroom reports, Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown says Sandals Resort International has shown interest in purchasing the old Jolly Beach Hotel property to establish beaches, resorts, Antigua. Sandals will also expand its existing hotel, Brown revealed in an ABS interview recently. This podcast has been brought to you by Zarina, the simple and versatile all-natural Caribbean drink mixer, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have more information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.